The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. Psalms 18, 2, NIV. Hello, listeners. I would like to welcome you and thank you for joining us today on the inaugural episode of this three-series podcast entitled Applied Balance. My name is Kenneth Stokes, and I will be your weekly host. This podcast is dedicated to the exploration of the impact of secondary traumatic stress, compassion fatigue, and other symptoms of burnout upon chaplain caregivers as a result of their work with trauma-affected clientele. Universally, chaplains are regarded as those who stand along the front lines of sometimes horrific scenes and circumstances to assist individuals and families through unspeakable tragedies and to act as messengers of hope to those left hopelessly, clinging to every second to find relief in the next. It is the chaplains who in those moments are often seen as guardians of faith, especially to trauma-affected clients, family members, and survivors who openly question how God could have allowed such perceived devastation to impact their worlds. The realities of terminal illnesses, sudden loss, or death can quickly begin to obscure any plans or desires they held so dearly only hours before. As the needs of the impacted individuals take on the primary focus for the chaplain caregiver, many of these servant care providers often perform their duties while ignoring their critical need for self-care. The often undetected primary symptoms of these conditions will eventually expose themselves, many times as negative tolls that will impact their daily pastoral ministries and their ability to continue offering optimal care and support to those left seeking hope after encountering the shock of traumatic events in life. As we begin our journey to achieve applied balance, we shall explore three main themes that will serve as foundations for each series of episodes. Rather than focusing only on the external causes of secondary traumatic stress within the caregiver, the unique features of this podcast will look inwardly at three main culprits that can result in one becoming imbalanced in his life, his family, and his ministry. Our initial focus will target the critical importance of how one's perspective might play a key role in maintaining balance in all aspects of life as our first series of episodes. The next series will feature topics related to our priorities. Here we will be challenged to reevaluate the priorities we have set and if they fit our ministry life. Do they fit our relationships? And most importantly, do they fit well with our spiritual formation? 
The final series will be dedicated to one's search for, misuse of, and often misunderstanding of power. In this series, the age-old battle of one's need to control versus one's need to submit is rekindled and will be negotiated. So, here they are again. Perspective, priorities, and power. I feel assured that through an examination of those three areas will result in us being able to apply and regain the balance needed to optimize our effectiveness as servant caregivers. So let's get started. The first of these topics, perspective, prompted me to share an adaptation of a story I had listened to in an audiobook while on a long road trip. Even though it had nearly been a year since I've heard the story, the profound impact it had on me resurfaced as I considered an appropriate message to set the tone for this series. While at a regional conference on chaplain ministry development, one particular speaker tasked with leading a discussion on perspective cleverly developed an interactive presentation that had begun attracting much attention. A conference goer still looking for a compelling forum to attend happened to peer into the presentation room. Every seat appeared occupied, and nearly as many conference attendees stood around the circumference of the room. As curiosity won out, participants continued to wander into the crowd and fill in the voids that remained. The participant joined the crowd that was keenly observing two volunteer chaplains, the session presenter, and two artist easels, placed on opposite sides of a petition in the center of the room. As the audience calmed, the onlookers began to understand that these two volunteers had been challenged to paint a portrait of their concept of a peaceful day in the life of a chaplain. The presenter did not insert any restrictions on the techniques that could be used. There were no official art judges to determine a winner. That would be decided by a majority vote of the peers in the room. He simply stated that participants were limited to 15 minutes to complete their depiction. And whichever of the two pseudo-artists produced the best depiction of peace would be awarded a $50 book voucher towards purchasing any of the available publications at the conference. Neither of the participants' talents or creative skills were known. Still, each appeared highly motivated to win the $50 and create the best representation of peace their skill set could render. Then, the 15-minute clock commenced. The first participant took a few moments to prepare mentally for the task ahead, and to the best of his ability, he began creating a serene scene of a lake with the morning sun glistening off the top of it at just the right angle so that it appeared to sparkle across the many waves of the water. Just at the water's edge, a figure of a shepherd 
was beginning to take shape. Walking nearby would soon be a flock of sheep-shaped figures, a few of which were shown gently stepping into the shallows of the lake's edge to sip their fill of crisp, cool morning water. Others, having had their fill, had begun loyally following the shepherd at a distance into a nearby meadow. Trees stood erect on the closer side of the lake with birds gathering in their tallest branches. Some birds seemed frozen with their beaks open as if offering a morning chorus, welcoming a new day. Others were seen intently scouring the landscape for a possible grasshopper or worm to serve as their early morning meal. As this participant neared the completion of his portrait, He leaned back to take in the complete scene, then took a deep breath of satisfaction. In his mind, he assured himself he had portrayed the very essence of a peaceful day. And it was perfect and a usual depiction of peace and tranquility. Meanwhile, The second volunteer had stepped up to the easel on the opposite side of his competitor and had begun expressing a very different portrayal of peace. He started his portrait with broad, dark strokes, as if he was unsure how the finished product would appear. Stroke after stroke, his brush continued to fill all voids of the canvas with an ominous black covering. Even the sky was pitch black. Eventually, he varied from his apparent attraction to darkness by adding stark streaks of blindingly white lightning strikes that broke through the darkness as they shot through the ominous sky in zigzag patterns. Suddenly, a portrait of a threatening storm began to invade the scene. Like his counterpart, he also included water. But the waves of his portrayal thrashed against anything in its path and roared through the entire scene. Trees swayed and were bowed down in the fury of the wind. This was growing into a portrait of pure chaos. However, just as the mind was absorbing the traumatic intensity of the scene, the artist bowed to his knees and reached his brush to the opposite bottom corner of the torrential scene. There, he began including something no one standing nearby could have anticipated. As the 15-minute timer approached its end, the crowd on his side of the petition started to recognize a little bird standing on top of a rock anchored into the ground. The volunteer artist took the last moments to concentrate only on this little bird. With a seemingly masterful stroke of his brush, he created a faint beam of light that extended down from the right corner of the top of the canvas, cutting through the darkness of the clouds and the wind and the storm onto the little bird in the bottom left-hand corner. The bird appeared enraptured in a moment of peaceful praise despite the dreadful environment of raging storms all around him. 
With his mouth open, as if singing a beautiful song, the bird devoted his entire attention to the source of that light, which gave him complete balance amid the storm, even as the fiercest winds blew against him and around him. Although the circumstances surrounding the bird remained chaotic, the artist took care to demonstrate the bird's solid footing upon the anchored rock. As the artist finished his work, he turned a final time to the portrait and included four words coming from the open beak of the little bird, as if it were singing, There is a light. Let's listen and imagine what that may have sounded like. Whenever you're down, out in the cold, faithless and dark, stories untold come take my hand and walk there with me I know a place where we can be free there is a light shining for you guiding your way helping you through and shadows and gloom Without a doubt, the depiction of the first volunteer presented a beautiful portrait of peace. Truth be told, it loosely represents the mindset many of us take into our first client contacts with the preconceived notions of being able to solve the client's problems and gently lead them away 
to peaceful pastures. However, for most, the stormy portrait of the second volunteer relays a far more realistic concept of life as a chaplain caregiver, especially those called to serve in police departments, fire stations, hospice centers, critical care units, and emergency response units that see the most horrific of human suffering. These are the environments where trauma and tragedy come to be confronted every day. Not only are the storms experienced by the victims, the survivors, and the family members left to put the pieces back together, but these storms become personal to the chaplain caregiver, and it requires them to have an anchored foundation to stand upon and find balance and a light of comfort with stabilizing power. While revisiting that little bird singing his song, I have a question. What color did you assign to it? And what were the specifics of the storm surrounding it in your mind and your experiences? Feel free to share those thoughts with me. I would love to share those thoughts in our next episode. Your identity is optional, but I would love to hear from you. If this episode stirred thoughts in you and there are other ideas you would like to discuss in the future, send me a suggestion at the following email address, kstokes60 at appliedbalance.net, all lowercase. We will do our level best to include it in the upcoming episodes. So until we meet again next week, please continue with us on the path from chaos to applied balance.